on the air. Where's the air on it? We're ready to go. Because this is fine and dandy. And this, this is our show. I'm Daniel. I'm Josh. And we're two people doing a show called Fine and Dandy on the air. Thank you guys for the watch. What an intro. You know, it's the little things in life, Josh. It is the little things. I mean, it just makes you appreciate. It's all It's all in the details. It's all in the details. I feel like everyone out there is going to appreciate that intro. It just is the pizzazz. It's the character. It was the plot. It was the... Uh, you know, it was how off the cuff it was when Daniel doesn't have a single cuff I on his whole body. No cuffs, no sleeves, I'm sleeveless, and sleeveless on the pants. Yeah. No cuffs. No cuffs. Not one cuff. You know what's also really great? Like it's the one. It's the little things. You ever just find extra cash in your pocket? Bro, I did the other day. Like I like. Pulled pulled like a old pair of black jeans out of my closet and I put them on and I didn't think they were gonna fit right and they didn't fit right but <laughs> <laughs> but in the pocket there was six dollars and I was like sweet I'm going to get some lunch. Uh, the other day, I didn't. I thought I had no money and then I found a twenty out of nowhere. Fuck yeah. That's a plus. That's like that. Uh, that whenever you need something so bad. You just, like, give up, and then it just comes to you out of nowhere type shit. Oh, you mean, like, when you lose something? You ever just lose something, and then you give yeah. up looking for it, and then out of nowhere? That shit just comes to you? True story. So whenever uh, I lost my AirPods the last time, I looked everywhere. I was like, now nah, I know there's somewhere. I was like, I know I didn't just, I'm like, with those, I don't just place them somewhere, you right. know? I was like, they're going to come up. And then Where out of nowhere, they? you texted me. You're like, hey, I found your AirPods in my car. I was like. Dude, I was delivering pizzas, and I was like, like, I opened the back seat because I had a triple, and I fucking put one back there, and I was like, I looked at, at on the bottom of the floor, and my car was dirty at the time, so there was a few items in there, but whenever I, like, looked at the, at the floor, I was like, what? are those my pods? And then I checked my pockets, I was like, no, my shit's right here, whose shit is this? And I called you, I was like, bro, I think these might be yours, you told me you've been looking for them for a couple weeks. When you stop looking for them, things just turn up. You really just got to hope for the best. Yeah. And it sometimes it works out. What's the saying? Uh, let go and let God. Yeah. Let God and let go. All right. That's what they say sometimes. Guys do it all the time. You know what else? Okay. So for everyone who didn't grow up in Texas, which I guarantee most of the people who are probably listening to this Yeehaw. are from Texas. But if you're like one or two people of our listeners that aren't from Texas, here you go. Fun fact. We do have a state pledge. That's true. And for those of you also that live in Texas that didn't know, most other states do not have a state pledge. I didn't know that until like recently. I think there's only one or two other states. I'm not exactly sure which ones they are, but I know for sure that Max, there's two other states that have a state pledge. You ever think about how a pledge of a definitely culty, super culty. I pledge allegiance to, to the, the flag. flag of the United States of America. I'm a kid. I don't know what I'm pledging the my flag. allegiance to. Whenever you look back, it's like, what was I being trained to do? You know what I mean? Like, were they just like raising little soldiers type shit to respect the piece of cloth? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Just fucking ass crack of dawn, seven a.m. in the morning. Please rise. <laughs> like, 
that shit was kind of funny because they would have like some kids on there reading the pledge who like sometimes couldn't read so like it would al- always be like entertaining to find out who was gonna be next and sometimes did you ever like get picked to read the pledge on the announcement thing? no but i imagine it's like that being picked to read in the class you know it went out of nowhere it's just like it's like being picked in a fucking assembly to do something you're like <laughs> oh, that was always all the in front of the school. It's like even if I get a prize, it's probably even <laughs> especially if you mess it up. Then you go back to class. You know you're catching the heat from somebody. Real shit. Somebody's giving you the heat. No, but for those of you that aren't from Texas, we do have a state pl- uh, Texas pledge, and the also it's kind of funny because why do we have two pledges? That's super. If you know anyone from Texas already, it's I'm Texan. I'm from Texas. I don't know anyone from Texas that's like that, but I know a bunch of people that are hardcore Texas. Like I, I know people that are hardcore Texas, but not in that manner. I feel like it's more of a stereotype because, well, I also I do know some people that are like that, and I know that I try to stay away from people that are of of that nature, mostly because it's like, dude, what is being a a Texan, really. It's like all this like pride comes from like the fact that it used to be a country, right? I mean, I think Texas people pride that, them. That, I've met a that's lot of like people. Why the flag is held at the same height as the fl- fucking USA saying, why flag? Why do we have a Texas pledge? This is what I'm saying, bro. California's flag is a fucking bear. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> it's like a bear. It says like Republic Banana Republic. Ca- Republic of California. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, obviously. I'm sorry, California. He's not. But, you know, you meet a lot of people from Texas that are just, I love love Texas. In my opinion, being from here, having met everybody that's from here, a lot of people from here, you know, just Texas in general, is that idea, I think people were, we have the most freedom. If you were to take America and make it a state, it'd be Texas. Well, not quite. You got Alabama and, like, Tennessee. <laughs> and I wouldn't want to be part of those states, personally. Al- what, wait, what makes Alabama and Tennessee, like, America to you? I guess the hillbilly country the, guns and... The racism? Probably, yeah. Jesus Christ. But, you know, okay, other than the racism, what's the first thing you think of when you think of Alabama and Tennessee? Go. Fucking your family? Yes. <laughs> correct answer. I mean, I don't know if that's the correct answer, but... I'd put that in my book of what I think of. <laughs> Top five at least. So, like, being that, or that being said, Texas people, guns, freedom, capitalism is gung-ho. You know how many times I've heard, Texas might secede. <laughs> how many times have you heard that? Uh, actually, that's true. Like, how many times have you heard that? That's true. That's very factual. I have heard that a fair amount. You wake up in the morning. Come and take it. Not only am I pledging, (laughs) I'm pledging my whole allegiance to a country at seven years old, seven in the morning, having no idea what the fuck is going on. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States. Why? Why am I pledging my allegiance? What did What did they do for me? I'm seven. And like they get on your ass if you didn't want to stand up and shit. It's like I get it. Like there are people that fought for our freedom and this and that. But like at the same time, it's like. You really think like those people that fought for our freedom were like doing it so that they in their back of their mind they were like that 
every morning that children across America are going <laughs> to look at this flag and say this pledge, and it's all because of me. No, they did it for the freedoms of the people, not so the children could fucking say a pledge in the morning. That was your fucking entraining and fucking trying to condition kids. Then you backdoor with the Texas flag. You said that shit's weird. Okay, also, another fun fact about the Texas pledge that killed me, and I think I might give some people some flashbacks here. If you d- remember... You gave me a flashback when you yeah, mentioned this Yeah, earlier. so for all the people who are around our age, maybe a little bit younger, you, we started doing the Texas pledge hand over the heart. Like, you would do the regular pledge allegiance, you know, classic. Everyone's used to it. But Texas said, no, we have to distinguish between the American flag and the Texas flag. We're our own state. We're Texas. Yeehaw, country of America. So what they do? United countries of Texas. We moved it to where you, like, put your hand out, like you're cusping, ready f- to scoop up some salsa are in your hand. Are you waiting for some dap that's never going to come? It's just, like, your hand's <laughs> out. I don't remember if it was your left or your right. I don't think it mattered. But you just put <laughs> it out there. Like <laughs> you were waiting for something. I don't know what it was. Candy, please. <laughs> <laughs> and then you proceeded to say the Texas Pledge. Now, if that shit don't sound silly as fuck uh, to just, you. Whenever you told me that, I was like, damn, we did do that stupid ass shit. <laughs> you got to know where they're like, all right, we're, sw- we're curveballing everyone, switched it up this year. <laughs> Get ready for a whole new way to say your Texas Pledge coming to you. Put your hand out. Coming, <laughs> coming to you live. <laughs> Give you a whole like presentation on it. All right, kids. Today we're gonna present to you a whole new way to do the pledge. Round of applause, dude. Weird. This is like how I bet people felt whenever they were like, "You don't have to shit in the woods anymore. You can dig a hole." But then you have to have a shit shovel. Not if you have the hole. But doesn't a shit shoveler shovel? Because don't you have to, like, move holes? I guess you'd have to have a hole digger more than a shit shoveler. Would it not be the same job? Maybe. Just, like, the... Moving it over a little bit. Like, it's, like, extra steps. Instead of being the shoveler of the shit, you're shoveling dirt for the shit. So it's... Like, still the <laughs> same amount of shuffling, <laughs> just other things. And honestly, it's like, I don't know. That's that's a mute point. Wait, I know this is off topic, <laughs> but did they have toilet paper? Probably, probably mostly, like, leaves. You think it was, like, I mean, like, when society evolved, you know, like, I'm medieval times. I don't know the exact info on that, but I'm kind of curious now. And whether or not wash it. Hey, how did they? I they've had to be dirty. I know the hygiene. That's oh, why for sure. That's why people were dying. Yeah, left and right. We're dying of like their immune systems cold are sores. probably fucking horrible. You got a cold sore, you're getting put in the hole. God. Die. <laughs> Get her out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you see a little bump on your lip. It's like, I, it's nice knowing you. It was fun while it lasted, but. Yeah, you got it. You got that shit. No one wanted a part of that. It was terrible. The itis. But being a part of, but living in Texas is almost like a chip in your shoulder, in a way. Not saying it's like, oh, I'm from Texas, but 
everyone looks at you a certain way if you say you're from Texas. I feel like it's expected for you to have like at least two horses, a couple cows, a nice little farm. Like, dude, I get it. You were trained on TV to think that it's the wild, wild fucking west, but really it's just the dirty south, and that's all that there is to it. It is very dirty <laughs> south, very much indeed. I do love it, though. I'd say I love it. I'm not super, like, country, I'd yeah. say, but I do, you know, growing up in Texas, I have learned to like, you know, the outdoors, like camping right. and stuff like that. I do enjoy, you know, I'm not a hater of guns. I don't hate them. I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I have a right to own a gun. I mean, I do, but I'm not going to sit here and act like it's, like, the biggest right I've ever had. I think my right to have a shelter and water definitely reigns supreme above the gun thing. But I think that they're, they're both equally important. I mean, the gun thing is, in my opinion, I'd like obviously stating my opinion, but my it's really just, like, the ability to protect your family without anybody re- regulating. And I yeah. don't, I don't, don't get me wrong, there's a time and place. I'm not saying that, like, you need a fucking army of, like, 300 ARs and 17 snipers in your garage for you to protect your family. I think that's a little excessive. But at the same time, I understand, like, the, the what's it called, the call to, like, gun shows and things like that. And once you actually, like, fall in love with, like, a collectible of some sort, it's hard to divvy away from that so yeah you can't hate people for it there's no reason to as long as nobody's hurting anybody like what is your what is your problem i mean i understand that gun violence exists but i mean you give a fucking gun and badge to any person that takes a six-month course i mean what the fuck is that this is what i'll say it's interesting about texas just also going off of that like you know you're talking about how like people have love Mm -hmm. and you're saying if you're not hurting anybody the crazy thing is, like, pe- even people I would say here that are on the more liberal side, like, when people think of liberal or Democrats or anything like that, these motherfuckers here are still, like, very, like, I'm for guns and, like, you know what I mean? Like, people in Texas are I mean, still very much, like. Yeah, and so, like, I, all I can say is is that actions speak louder than words. And, like, where where I'm at is people want to talk all that talk about how guns don't have a place in this world and that we shouldn't need to turn to gun violence, but why did gun sales go up as soon as the pandemic hit? Safety first. Yeah, that's what Safety. I'm talking about. So, I mean, like, yeah. well, you could talk all you want, but you went and bought a gun, so shut up. I just think, <laughs> it's, I think it's interesting that, like, even the most, not the most, but, towards the most liberal people in texas are still kind of what other pe- places would consider conservative you know that's true like you have a weird mix of people down here but see i feel like the i the idea of like your mentality and your ideals and your morals just being based on your location is for sure i, I just the values the values like people like will see that if you're from texas that okay texas is a red state okay so this person's probably a republican you know what I mean? It's like you're doing that without ever asking me a question. You know? Yeah. It's weird to me. It's like saying the same thing about, like, uh, what, New York's a blue state, right? New York? Yeah. Uh, I want to say. What's a blue state? Yeah. Uh, most of them, not not the Midwest. California's California? a, bl- California's okay, so a yeah, blue so state. So to say, like, Washington. anybody in California is, uh, must be a Democrat type shit. Gotta be, because you're from California. I mean, it's not 
un- unfair if that person actually is, but for somebody to just say that you're this because you're from there is so fucking stupid. I mean, uh, this is kind of going to segue into the next thing I want to bring up, but it's interesting because when you see places like Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. or uh, any really big city, and like even like Houston, you know, okay. Houston's a little bit different than Portland. I wouldn't compare the two in culture, people-wise. Okay, I wouldn't expect the same. Just for anyone who's listening, I wouldn't expect the same from either. But like, you go like places like Portland, Oregon, right? And you get a lot of influx of people from ar- across the country and stuff. And I think you have a lot of people who want to be activists. You know, people right. who think they're really making a difference and super Social justice warriors. Yeah, you have a lot of people that go in that and then like deep down to their core they're really still shitty people. Yeah. But like they're over doing it to like make a point to make themselves like feel better. Right. I I mean that exists but like through that you got to just like you got to see the situation for what it is because like like we talked about before it's like people are going to put their own like baggage and perspective on the situation at hand whatever has happened to them is more important to them at in this conversation about the situation than the actual situation itself so whatever they're talking about isn't coming from that place of information it's coming from that place of information through their learning from bad experiences or good experiences you know what i mean but they're at the end of the day putting their perspective on it expecting you to understand Personally, I just think a lot of people don't know what to think or they don't have their own thinking process. That's true, too. If I've come to a conclusion on anything, especially from social media, is just no one really knows. what. I almost feel like people don't have an actual moral compass. They're just hopping on whatever people are saying is right and wrong at this point. But see, like, I mean, I get that's true, but I feel like that kind of stems from the... Not just the government, but the like media being so like hit or miss. Like for you to have seventeen different news channels that are all saying something different is dumb. Like I don't know what to believe anymore. You know what I mean? I don't know what to think. I gotta choose something, and now I'm being looked down on for watching CNN or something like that. You know what I mean? And and for example, and so like at that point, what I'm saying is like there's so many different, and then you find out like the like the government controls like media they have people in like news outlets they have people in uh like hollywood and stuff like that and it's just like damn well i don't know what to think anymore just like because all the information that's being fed to me has an agenda behind it i have to divvy out the agendas find out where it's coming from find out who's behind it where the sources are what's this doing i gotta be a fucking (laughs) reporter journalist fucking newscaster like i gotta do all the fucking jobs just for me to figure out what I should believe, you know what I mean? And it's not it's not saying that it, it should be easy to figure that out, but it is saying that it's people are deliberately making it hard to. I'd say that, but I'm not saying it should be hard to figure out where your moral status is, right, where Right. No, I mean your moral compass lies, you know. That's more talking about your moral compass. Talking I was also talking about like that I wasn't talking about what to think. I'm talking about like what to think, like how to like it, like decide what you to have an original thought you know it's like damn like i'm seeing all of these outlets unoriginal thoughts and trying to get beyond what it's becoming it's like tribalism oh if you don't believe this then you 
do that. And if you don't do that, then you must do this. And it's just like, well, I mean, I don't want to be a part of your team. I just definitely don't believe fucked up shit that you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's when people get offended and then it's just like, cancel, you know, like, I'm offended. Okay, you're offended doesn't mean we need to, you know, all gather the troops around and, you right. know, doesn't ruin. Mean, doesn't mean we need to get the fucking... Uh, sticks with what are the sticks with the f- uh, torches and fucking pitchforks? Pitchforks, yeah. Go down to the fucking town hall. Start a whole group. I'm starting a group now. It's gonna be the SJM, uh, Social Justice Militia. Anytime, <laughs> <laughs> anytime, anytime I am hurt, I will rally the troops behind me. It's just it's funny because. We could be using our like power to get together for so many different things to make a change, and it we choose like the dumbest shit. It's like I don't get me wrong; some of it's not dumb. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. It's not dumb. It's just like in, in the grand scheme of things, it's it's not at the top of the list. When we over like over like we hyper fixate on the li- like certain yeah. things, it just I completely throws out the whole issue at hand. It doesn't, mm-hmm. but it makes people just. Oh, brother, you know what I mean? Right, and see, that's what Takes I'm talking about. That's kind of what I was talking about is that, like, if, say, there's, like, a situation that is being conversed over and being discussed, either party, no matter what that situation is, is going to put their perspective on it and change the conversation from being about the situation to being about what they think the situation is. And that's why it becomes an argument because I they're not listening to each other becoming and coming to an understanding about what can we do about the situation. They're both just explaining over each other why they don't like what's going on. Uh, a perfect example, I would say, is uh, the BLM movement. You know, uh, the movement itself important. I'd say it, it's uh, uh, the racial issue is definitely we need more justice in the system. You know what I mean? And it's hard to ignore. But what I will say is you just had a bunch of people like feeling like they needed to piggyback on it and mm-hmm. just start saying, BLM putting it in their names and it's it's like you're just tagging along now. It's like, do you even have a thought on this? I saw a post the other day said it's okay to not have an opinion. Right. It's okay to not have. Don't get me wrong. You probably should be worried about humanity, but if you really don't have an opinion, you're just like, yeah, I'm with it. You're worse. Like that's worse. You're you're basically showing up to somebody's funeral and saying R.I.P. and everybody there's like, who the fuck are you? Why are you in this person's life? Like, I get it. You're trying to pay your respects, but at the same time, it's like, bro, like, this pan- people are grieving over their family member, and you decided now was the time for you to put your two cents in? What is going on? Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. And it's like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand that. Everyone feels like they deserve to have a voice. I just don't understand why people think that they should use that voice if they don't have anything meaningful to say. You want me to just hop on things? You don't. Right. Just, it's fine to sit it out. You know, yeah. it's fine to sit it out. You don't. It's like I and get. It, it. And it's better to sit it out and re- like recollect your thought process and come back to it later instead of making an ass of yourself and trying to participate in something you know nothing about. Personally, as much as I love watching human behavior, I think if I had to, like, if I was the person to study, like, human behavior, especially on social media and what it's become and cancer culture, I'd probably have an aneurysm. (laughs) I'd pop a blood vessel in my brain just like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Because then it's, 
think about this. You can have people who are offended on things originally, people who are just overreacting type offended, and then you have the people who are offended for people that aren't offended. Yeah. It's just How too dare you? Like the person that I'm good. I wasn't. It didn't really didn't offend me. I'm good. Why are you? Why are you having my back? I've never met you. Like <laughs> m- like most comedians uh always talk about like their worst nightmares like the middle aged liberal like uh white woman because mm-hmm. they're always a uh, you know offended for other people or angry about something. How or dare you? Social justice. This. It was a a good point that uh. I was and he was talking to Fahim Anwar, he's a comedian. He was saying, he was like, people don't understand that when I'm on stage, like, still a performance. Like, yes, I wrote these jokes. Yes, I'm Fahim Anwar, but like, this is my performance. People, they, people, like, whenever they get offended by my jokes and by my performance, they think that I'm just some guy off that just got off the bus and just walked up on stage and started talking. Like this is how I really think. This is my. This is me. You know what I mean? Like, no, this is calculated. I'm saying things that I know will either trigger a reaction in you or trigger a reaction in the person next to you. And I'm not. Not every joke is for every person. But my job here is to calculate how I can make you laugh because you paid a ticket to come see me perform, and I don't. I don't want you to go home sad. So therefore. This is me, my performance. I don't know why you can't divvy that apart. And he was like, he made a good point. He was like, uh, if somebody's offended by something in a TV show, they won't write the fucking TV show. They're not that offended. But at the end of the show, they'll come up to you in a com- comedy show and tell you how offended they are or during your show. There's no way if you see something on TV, you're that offended where you're going to figure out what the email is and th- this and that. And if that's the case, then you've got a lot on your plan. Or you have don't have enough going on, <laughs> and you're so mad about a TV. Like, is your life so boring? Either that or so bad, you're over here. This person's a right. fuck today. It's like, how offended could you really be? You know what I mean? It's just, it's a performance. Something to be mad at. Something to direct your attention to. Uh, a great example on that would be, uh, so right now, you know, we're in a pandemic. Uh, performances are frowned upon by a lot of people, you know, like uh, DJs especially doing okay. shows and stuff like that, you know, because it brings out a crowd. Pretty dumb. It, it brings out a crowd and stuff, you know, and people so don't like Trump that. rallies. Yeah, so does the Super Bowl. Yeah. But anyways, but what is happening is, you know, these people who are agreeing to do these shows, because they get paid for that, you know, and you see a lot of people say, well, they could just do merchandise or they could find another way to make money. And my where I'm at with that is okay. How about this? Let's say you have a regular job, right? That you have to go to every day. You should stop going to that. Find another way to make money. But this is, you know, then it's gonna you're gonna start being like, well, no, I have, you know, I have a family. So that's and I my have stability. Is, like, what uh, am I supposed to do? It's like, nah. What are you? What are you supposed to do? Figure it out. Yeah, you, you're telling you're making these excuses for these people right. because they can do this and do that. But what if they're like a mid grade producer, or DJ? You know what I mean? Like they're they're making money, but they're not like overselling, and like they don't have like such an audience where they're just bringing in super bread. You know, uh, and you don't even have to like. I mean, and it, I see why you're bringing that up because it is like a very interesting point. Like why these DJs like performances, but also 
it's not like for the person who's saying that the person that's saying just get another job type shit it's like bro you obviously haven't been paying attention to all these small businesses that are getting closed down you telling them to get another job they got they just lost everything they ever had type shit lost everything they ever worked for and you're telling me that is is and especially like whenever it comes to the djs it's like this is all i have this is all i've ever worked for i just got to get another job you go wash dishes somewhere fuck you yeah my my point directly was the fact that like because it was relating back to when you were, we were talking about people getting mad at you know comedians and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like there's so many reasons why you should be getting mad about the pandemic. Government doing a terrible job, you know, us taking the uh, proper protocols and stuff like that. Instead, you're directing your attention towards a single person who decided to take a gig because they may need the money, or they may like performing, which is kind of selfish, I guess, in a way. But, you know, you're putting, the, like, the blame on the whole pandemic. We're never going to get back to normal because you're doing shows. No, we're not going to go back to normal because tons of businesses are open. We got grocery stores. We got banks. We have uh, restaurants. I think it's a little bit more than the DJ doing a 50-person a show. That may That's contributing, don't get me wrong, but there's a lot more going on. Right now, you got bars that are open selling or leaving chips on the table so they can categorize as a restaurant, and you're telling me that people can't go put on a fucking performance? Stay six feet apart. Fucking across a fucking lawn. I don't care. Let me fucking do my job. (laughs) And I get it because, you know, safety of others, and that that is important. My, My point here is the people who are staying in and going by the protocols, you are making a difference. But also to say, like, these people are making that much more of a wave as compared to everything else going on, you're just deflecting away from the actual problems that are going on. You're trying to focus, hyperfixate on one person because you can't take your frustration on, out on the actual problem. Or you actually don't understand the length of what's actually going on here, and you just want something to be mad at. You're asking for an inexcusable thing to be excused which is it's like as as one of those performers in in that case it's like your entire life you've been working to do something creative to be artistic doing it's being literally ripped away from you and then you're being insulted in the process people are telling you that you're it, you're a prick for asking to please, please, please do what you love to do, something that you've worked for entire, your entire life. Literally, it's like people, and it's literally just people, because at this point, the people in power are not following the rules that they're enforcing, for sure. They're, these people are fucking meeting up at restaurants, even though their cities are on lockdown. These people are doing things with their fa- families, having get- gatherings at their households, even though their people suffering with their businesses being closed. It's like, when is it going to be a situation when these people understand that there are other people suffering? And, and like, and I don't know, bro, because this shit's sad. Like, this shit's real sad because COVID isn't, don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's pe- still people, like, dying to the to the vid, but it's not as serious as it was, bro. We, there's, it's not a, there's n- there is a vaccine, I guess, and I'm not saying that like everybody's gonna be good, but I'm saying is is like if you open up your business, you'll be fine. Might get a couple cases here and there, shut down a couple week quarantine, whatever you gotta do, but don't fucking lock people's shit up, bro. Like don't make people, don't put people to the point where they got three months of fucking 
commercial rent they can't pay now because they have no cash flow. See, and that, that's what I'm saying. It's you're, We're putting it on the individual because that's the only thing we can do at this point. It's, right. it's your personal responsibility. And, I mean, it kind of is, and but see, you can't get, I mean. It also, think about, like, in, in, in big performers. You're talking about, like, the middle of the pack performers that can't pay the bills. Think about big performers that have studios. That's commercial rent they got to pay. You know what I mean? Like that, unless it's at their household, which some people do have. A lot of people. But I mean, think about like I- any commercial studio that's like at a location type shit. That shit got to get paid for by somebody. Lights got to stay on. You know what I mean? I mean, if I can't go perform, which basically it's like, don't get me wrong, you can make money on the internet with your m- with music, but like most of the m- like performers say that your the money's in touring. You got to go do shows. That's where the money's at. And, like, advertisements and, like, sponsors yeah, and shit like that. There's a bunch of different ways you could make money. But, but what I'm saying is, is like, when you t- you're cutting out a whole quarter of my fucking salary type shit if I'm a big performer. If I'm a small performer, I don't have a salary. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. Is I'm, I'm still working on getting that consistent salary together. Right, Instead and you're telling me that I shouldn't worry about that. I should worry about paying the bills whenever you, I was paying the bills by doing these shows, and you took that away from and me. And now it's like you're having to find other another job, and you might be taking a big cut in what you were making, and depending on your living situation now, it's like... A you might not ever go back to doing what you love to do. And, I mean, I'm not downplaying. There are people who are having to move out of their houses, and people that don't have anything. Evic- eviction notices and things like that. So I mean, don't get me wrong. That's definitely probably that like more of a focus. But for sure, you shouldn't also down like you try living your life every day, having your life a certain way, and then all of a sudden it's stripped out from underneath you. Depending any type of situation like that, it's always rough. Where I'm at is is like I can't speak on it for sure because I don't have somebody to bring up. But I'm sure that there's a case where there's a musician or a performer or an artist or even just a person who's Doing something that they enjoy to do. It doesn't have to be art. Just anything you enjoy. If that got taken away from you, there's somebody that got that that their art taken away from them, their love taken away from them, and got evicted. That person exists too. Lost their house and their their love. Now what they gotta do? And you're telling me that they gotta pull themselves up by their bootstraps? Fuck you, dog. You gotta. You need help. That's bullshit. It's crazy because it's the same people who are saying Where people shouldn't have to do that, pull themselves up by their bootstraps, so they're still complaining about these other people. That's weird, too. That's weirdo mentality. Where I'm at is, is like, what is it about a hurricane that makes you want to go help people, but a pandemic makes you want to say fuck people? I mean, that's that's where it's tough, though, is because it, a lot of people's eyes, you're saying fuck people by going and doing that. You going know, and doing what? Like performing or going out uh, and doing things. Not because necessarily because, I mean... The thing is, the thing, the 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 reason I don't agree with people that are enforcing those r- rules of locking down, not having performance, are doing the things that they're saying can't do. But I'm still talking about like the every other, just the everyday average Joe who's pointing fingers. That's right. what I'm talking what about. What I'm saying is the everyday average Joe is going off the basis of information that they were given. Masks don't work was said by Dr. Fauci, and he went back and said that he only said that because hospitals weren't getting enough masks can't do that you lied to the people just now but people getting lied to not just by doctors but by their own government by their mayors locking shit down 
and you expect them to just – so that's what I'm saying. So th- are they really bad for wanting to just perform whenever they're seeing Trump rallies with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people standing shoulder to shoulder, no mask? I'm supposed to just see that on TV and and I'm the bad person for wanting to put on a show? Fuck no, man. That's bullshit. Well, it's crazy because it's like 50 people shows or 100 people shows. Don't get me wrong. It's still bad considering the circumstances, but – it's like we kind of half-ass get upset at, like, these bigger things because it's like, oh, it's out of our control. And, but somehow we feel like it's more in our control to bitch at this one person exactly. and bully them into not doing this exactly thing. Exactly that. It's w- and that's weird to me because it's like uh, – per- this is a great way to put it. Uh, so my girlfriend's taking criminology right now, right? And she was telling it, me in the class, the teacher was saying it's funny because we we focus more on one-on-one crimes – when what acts like one on one crimes like that cause deaths and stuff like that, like the little ones, you know, like stealing, m- like a little murder in the street. But what causes more deaths than anything is corporate crime at the higher level. So it's kind of the analogy I'm trying to make here is when you look at these stadiums packed for these rallies or the Super Bowl, are them allowing uh, big events to happen in the name of politics or whatever it may be? Those are causing way more. Like cata- uh, catastrophes than what these little shows would be doing, but instead, we're so conditioned, we're focused on this one-on-one crime over here when we've got this bigger issue at hand, and we're kind of letting that slide. Like, ah, oh, we can't do much about that. It's come. Then what? It's like, where do your values lie? I'm confused because it's like you'll let that bigger thing slide. Like, I can't really do much about that. Well, you doing this little shit by like trying to bully this right. one person, still not doing anything, right? Because we still have this over here, right? Like and so, like, and, and that's what it comes down to. It's like at this point, it's becoming more and more understood that Corona is not something that we can predict. You got people that are asymptomatic that can just transfer that shit without ever knowing, and you telling me that we got to shut everything down whenever it's. T- and I, I don't mean to be disrespectful. I've said this before. Whenever it's killing less than one percent of the people that it's affecting, I'm not. I'm not being. I'm not trying to be insensitive, but I am saying that that's ridiculous. Economy or something. I get the the fear at the beginning. I don't get the. Fear. I mean, people are still dying. It's just like a life. For, for a lot of people, that. life is a life. Like, what if it was your mom? Or you know I understand you that, know. dude. I, but, and so, look, that's what I'm, saying. I'm not trying to be. In, but I, at the same time, I, you know, people are dying from car crashes still. They're still driving cars. Like, let's get it together, people. We can open businesses. It's not going to be the end of the world. I, I can agree and disagree with you. Uh, more so, what I would say along those lines would be more so of the factor of. So people are dying, but a lot of people are saying if we keep going out, this thing is going to still happen. Like, uh, cases are going to go up. Like, we're never going to get past this. We yeah. hit that point a long time ago. I'm sorry to tell you, but like, if back in June, July, things were already past the point of no return. And you could say we could have went on lockdown for three months. I promise you, as soon as they open stuff back up, it would like with. Maybe it could ha- happen, but we're so far gone right now, it's almost impossible to contain it. Right. So, like, in the vaccine, isn't getting rid of it. Right. So, th- I'm prom- like, right now, I hate to say this, there's no getting rid of COVID. It's and not going away. And so, therefore, what should we do? Shut the world down for two years, three years, till it goes away, till it finds its way out? 
It doesn't sound logical to me. I mean, it's not in, and in so, that sense. And so what I'm trying to say is, 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 is this. It's like, what is it going to take for things to go back to normal if we know that this thing is uncontainable? Not necessarily normal. It'll never go back to normal. But at the same time, all these people talking about, like, I see it both, w- like you just said, I see it both ways. It's like, I don't see it. Like, I don't, I, I don't see it that way. And I'm saying that from an objective position and trying to be objective is saying like, what if you were to say like, oh, cause it's not like somebody in your life. Like if your mom was, what I'm saying is if like if my mom was to die from COVID, my mom wouldn't want <laughs> like my life or anyone else's lives to be ruined because of COVID. Like nobody wants that. And for you, and what I'm saying is that, like, when objectively speaking, you're gonna ruin more lives by shutting things down and keeping things like locked down and things like that than the deaths are gonna like count up. What I will say is, if you are worried about it at this point, because I was saying it's not, it's not going away at this point. Dude, All homelessness the f- is just gonna go through the roof. It's it already is going through the roof. It already is. But guess what's next? What's next? Starts with S. Retired suicide. Exactly. And I don't like saying that, bro, but it's just like logically speaking, whenever people are put in a position of poverty, they have to either overcome or necessarily give up. And that's not fair, bro, because they at the beginning of my sentence, what did I say? Put in a position of poverty. Put there. They are, though. And okay. So I, I see where you're coming from now. And going off of that, if you are so worried about it, because once again, the vaccine doesn't get rid of it. It's like a flu vac- a flu shot. You know what I mean? It, the flu is still there. Right. It's just you're less likely. It's less severe. You may not even feel anything at all. It'll pass through you or you'll just get, you know, a light sickness. Exactly. You can, you'll still ca- – like people think, oh, I can't catch it now. No, that's not that's true. That's not what it, the vaccine is. To understand what it is, it's the fact that, like, I- you get it. Like if someone doesn't have the vaccine, they they can still die from it. You know, it's gonna be still very severe, but the chances of it being severe if you have the vaccine are a lot less. Right. So to understand that it's not going away, we're just reducing the we're the trying severe to symptoms. we're trying to maintain an issue instead of or contain and maintain an issue instead of resolving it because we we're already past that point. Right. But where I'm at is we have all the tools right now. So if you really are worried, you know, Matt, if you believe mask works, wear your mask, you'll be fine. Wash your hands, and tests are available in a lot of the places. I'm Absolutely. not saying that they're not available in a lot of places as That's well. That's true as well. But where I mean, where we're at, and I know not everyone has this, so again, this might be insensitive. Free testing. Yeah. They have free testing. You can go every day. You can go once a week if you want to. So if you're like, oh, you're spreading, I feel like people don't utilize testing as much. Very people true. were like. That was a big deal in the beginning, right? Right. But now it's like people forgot that testing is a like thing. And another thing is, is that like you're talking about like how, um, like somebody could be seeing you as like an asshole for wanting to have a performance. You know what I mean? Well, during a pandemic, it's like that person's going to the grocery store. That person's going to the fucking uh, the like that person is not sitting in their house twenty four hours a day with a fucking mask on. But they're worried about you and getting other people sick. No, like, I don't get that. 
That person's being just as fucking irresponsible as you would be by having a performance. I'll tell you this. It's I'll not irresponsible at that point. It's just trying to maintain your fucking normality of life. Sorry. I mean, I'm not trying to get anybody sick. I'm, if I can get tested once a week, if that'll make you happier, I'll do that as a performer. You know what I mean? I'll get tested every time I go to do a performance. I'll have everybody in the performance tested. What do I have to do to get a performance going? You know what I mean? It's like they're not even trying to have those conversations. They're just saying, no, you're irresponsible. You're an asshole. How could you? Your oh, music's more important. Fuck you, dog. This is my life. I mean, yeah. You, I mean, what if they did offer tests? Because like some, exactly. some, some, some festivals and stuff were thinking about that being an option. And people shut that down. The majority shut the da- that down. Like, that's kind of stupid. We're in a pandemic. Okay, if you believe testing works. You believe masks work. If you believe all the science behind this shit works, I'm confused as to why you think it wouldn't work. So do you believe it works or do you not believe it works? Since you don't believe it works, obviously, based on your actions, how about we figure out a way to utilize it since it makes you happy, but also normalize our lives? It's a tough one because I know no one wants to say go back to normal, and it's a it's a tough decision, and everyone was hating on that. But once again, I mean, we are getting it under control, and even if you, I mean, if you watch the news, if you don't believe it or whatever, they are saying that as vaccines are going up, we're seeing cases decline. Decline. So and, and don't get me wrong, like we're gonna have spikes here up and up and down, up and down for probably another year or so, maybe two, maybe. Five. Who knows? But at the end of the day, I mean, like, what are we supposed to do in the meantime? Sit around and as they in our houses with fucking masks on, washing our hands every hour on the fucking dot just because the government says so. First of all, if you needed the government to tell you to wash your hands, bro, you need help. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, I mean, for toilet paper to be going off the shelf still like it is, like, bro, I was working at Target for a little bit, bro, that shit was that aisle was always empty. That's interesting. So stupid. That's. I think it's only Target because of the demographic. Because Walmart and Kroger still, really? like, they're not that. It's not that empty. You know, you have still shows. I don't know, bro. It's just weird, though. It's just weird to me how people value certain items, like toilet paper. Obviously, it's necessary, but obviously, not that. Perry, you don't need seventeen packs of toilet paper one purchase. I'm kind of glad you said that because I was, I was thinking about this it's interesting how we put value in anything if you ever think about it so going back to like we've kind of just made up everything along the way Mm -hmm. you know like all the rules everything we have it's like the constitution uh, literally it's all made uh, up shit it's all all just created by someone so as a group of people we decide what's right and what's wrong which I think is why there's a big problem with everybody right now, because like like I was saying earlier, no one knows where their values or morals lies. Like, what can we agree on here? W- we all know murder's bad. I think that's and like rape and racism's bad. That one's kind of like debatable. That one seems guess. like a, it, it seems it like it shouldn't be debatable, but it <laughs> is for some reason. It's a toss up right now. And so like and also it's well, so wait, uh, that's a good point though. And so what's come what what thought for me as when you just said that is this like well. What's the best way to stop the people from having the power to get them to never come to an agreement? So what's what do we got to do? Start dividing them. You know what I mean? So it's just like obviously it's 
fight. But like a little bit. But I don't care, bro, because it just makes too much sense. It's like, bro, if I can't agree with you, we can't get nothing done, right? As always. And so if w- I can't agree with you, how much can we get done? Anything we want, right? You know this. And, is and it's and it's people don't even think about that. It's like me and you don't get along all the time, but we've been doing a podcast for what two, three years now. Two, about two. Going on three. Yep. In the summer. I'm gonna start. No, that'll be two. That'll be two. Uh uh-uh. uh. We started in twenty. Oh no, twenty. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. So it'd be three like we started, in the we weren't like going, you know. I'd say like two years of whatever. Like, it's whatever. been a while, and I still like you. That makes it all worth it. Okay, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. I'll take it. And so what I'm saying is, is that like we don't always agree, but we can come to an agreement. And when we do come to an agreement, we can get a lot of shit done. And that's something that somebody can look at and be like, "Well, shit, if I can get them to disagree all the time, maybe nothing will get done, and maybe I can run shit." Look, I'll say this. I'm gonna go on a little bit of a, a rant here. I'm saying maybe for no reason. It's just because we're sure. having it. It's sure. Yeah, no. <laughs> like maybe, just maybe, we're watching it right in front of our <laughs> eyes. It's just like the uh, Mean Girls where she's like, "It's 80 percent chance that it's raining right now." <laughs> <laughs> Definitely raining. But I'm gonna go on a little rant here. It's so uh, scientific research done by multiple universities. You can look it up. I just don't want to give out every single, you know, call. Yeah, I don't. I'm not citing this. I'm not going to go. To, you're not going to go to the back of the book after this. <laughs> hmm, you know, so. Interesting. Uh, page 33. You know what I mean? <laughs> so essentially, you know, it's crazy that we come to like agreements as people. And during communication, you tend to like other people who have similar values than you. Right. Where our values lie is the number one thing on what brings people together, right? And it's crazy because, you know, usual people's values are, you know, family, friends, happiness, you know, those type of things. But then it's like when you go deeper, it's like where does the – with each of those things, where are your values lie? Right. And, like, tying it back into it's like what do we value and how do we value things? Right. Because in a world right now where we realize that people have the power, which they always have, we like literally we create a society from fucking nothing. People were cavemen at some point. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. We made shit up. People have always had the power. There's always just been a few people who are like, I make the rules. Who the fuck appointed you? That's <laughs> just true. out of nowhere. You know what I mean? And and that's true. And that's why like that's kind of like interesting how like they have like presidents have to have like put off like a good family value type shit to the public and it's y'all y'all don't talk. <laughs> y'all don't talk after. Folks you know what I mean? At all. Type shit. So it's like, what do we value and how do we value? And I think coming down, we're not having those conversations. You know, it's like we all kind of have an idea of what we want, but it's like, what do we really value and how are we valuing these things? You know what I mean? Like, what are we putting? Because we create value by what right. we like. As a society, we create value. It's like the dollar. Right. The dollar's not shit. Piece of paper. We create the value because we said that that's what it's worth. A piece of toilet paper. It's fucking nothing. But we agree that it has value for some fucking stupid ass reason, and now we're all stressed about that dumbass shit. We can literally change that. What's funny? We're changing it right now, really. What's funny to me is that like they have like real money and like fake money, but like real money is fake money too. What do you mean? <laughs> Like how they have like counterfeit bills, like that's fake. 
money, but the real bill is also fake money because that has no value in it. You're it's just, just printing as much it. value as you have it for it. So therefore, the counterfeit has just as much value as if the person takes it. I mean, obviously, that's fraud and not legal. But at the same time, how is it legal to just pay people in cash? Because that shit doesn't exist either. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, it. I want to go more into it later on the podcast, like in a, on a different episode. But like cryptocurrencies right now, and just like the value we're putting into that. I was kind of thinking about how if our economy, the dollar gets so inflated, it just is, I mean, it already is absolute dog shit, you know what I mean? People are going to go to other things that actually have some sort of value, you know what I mean? Like a universal value. Because like Bitcoin at some point, or like any cryptocurrency, regardless, is going to have value somewhere. Yeah. It may not. someone. Like not like everyone, everywhere, but someone, well, somewhere. Like what I'm, what I'm sure. saying is you can exchange it for anything now. And a lot of a lot of places are offering where you could buy, like, it with anything. Like you could buy Bitcoin, like use Bitcoin to buy like on most websites now. Right. And then like, uh, ETH, which is Ethereum, is being starting to be incorporated in more shit now too. So it's like, if our dollar goes to shit, and it's like, like think about if the value just goes to shit, and you try to exchange it in at fucking, uh, like European dollars, it's like. Here's ten dollars. Like, all right, here's your one dollar for that ten dollars. I don't right. think it's gonna get to that point. I mean, it's not, I don't, I don't know at this. Point. We're just fucking. I don't even know how inflation works. Like, it's like you're literally telling me like it's worth nothing now. I don't know if you're asking me to ch- chime in because I don't know anything about inflation no, either. I'm not an no, economist or no, a fucking. <laughs> no, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is like, how does something that doesn't isn't worth anything already? become worth less than what it already is. That's what I just said. I mean, like... How the fuck does that make sense? That's what I, I mean, it doesn't make sense. It's the same, pe- like, the same idea that this dollar and this dollar could be made from the <laughs> same cloth, the same piece of paper, but the idea is, is that because this one doesn't have a little fucking Thomas Jefferson's little face on it and the fucking you hold it up in the light and have the strip, strip down it, that it, this one isn't real. But this one isn't real either. It just has a little face on it and a fucking stripe down the middle. See, because you could look at it this way, right? And the, what I just was thinking about is, let's say you have one art piece, right? It's yeah. a one of a one. It's going to be worth more, right? Right. So, But if you have one of a million, that piece of art's kind of it's like i can get that anywhere 60 bucks so i guess like in a the way like a dollar bill the more it's printed the more circulating it's like that's just not worth anything now right right but a two dollar bill Supply is still worth two dollars yeah and there's way less of them motherfuckers out there so that's what, true where's the logic because <laughs> if a two dollar bill is just rare as fuck that shit should not be two dollars you know it has number two on it you could put a fuck you could put a number three on there and say this is a worth Fifty dollars <laughs> doesn't fucking matter. That's fair. You have a three dollar bill. Yes, that's fifty. Yes. But see, some like coins, like they have like coin collections, like that can go up for like like a fucking fifty cent coin from like nineteen ninety two or something can sell for like twenty bucks or something. eBay. That's what I'm saying. We just create like a Pokemon card. <laughs> Can be worth fifty thousand dollars. We're just making shit up. We are just making. We're shit making up. We're making shit up. <laughs> just making. That's what this is like. So why can't we make up a better world at this point? That's where <laughs> I'm at. Like, why can't we make up some solutions to the problems like, we have? We're like, this shit sucks. Okay, we agreed on something. Now let's <laughs> let's like. This shit sucks. 
Ah, oh, cool fucking LED lights for my car. <laughs> it's like, can we agree to make this shit better somehow? Like, can we agree on like something wh- that works for all of us, perhaps? Like, can we all come to agreement where we're like, yeah, fuck that. Let's do this. I think everybody is doing that, just not in positive ways. I uh, I don't know. Like recently, like if you were to look at like GameStop or like uh, AMC, but like Dogecoin is like that's my favorite because it's just like everyone's like. Money means nothing, and we can put it in anything and make anything something. Dogecoin was a fucking dog meme. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it was uh, less than a cent a week ago. Now it's worth eight cents, which I guess (laughs) means nothing, but it's still funny because we can really make something out of nothing. Way to go. But if we can make something out of nothing, we have so much we could do. We create the value, people. We make shit. We up. are the value. This world's a bunch of made up shit that we fucking created out of thin air because we were like, this makes sense. But now, all of a sudden, we get lost for words. But uh, some thoughts were just out of nowhere. Like I had an original thought. Hey Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, I don't know, dude. I feel like. For people to come to that place, it's got to be, like, a real, like, loss of ego. You have to be so, like, well off with who you are that you see past yourself to be able to help other people. And a lot of people aren't well off with who they are. A lot of people don't like who they are. Instead of fixing that, they decide to attack other people for who they are. (laughs) And that's just the world we live in, apparently. And that's probably the reason that our pro- it's like that episode of uh, Morty's Mind Blowers and at the end of the episode and someone was like, no wonder you guys are always fighting with each other and never get anything done. <laughs> like, all we do is fucking forget about the shit that we've done to each other and like past. Like, try to forget about the shit that people do. Like, people like uh, in power type shit. Whenever like Hillary Clinton like deleted all those emails, still ran for president. He's like, were we supposed to just like forget that you know what i mean like that happened i remember you fucking lied about it too like that happened for sure uh, like biden being, being pres- racist or like, like ah but he's bad on trump let's forget about all this we forgetting that no it's like our problem is that we're choosing to forget the and that's why we're always arguing with each other and never get anything done we have the power to create our own world. We can create whatever the fuck we want. We have the power to create our own. C- we can literally create our own communities right now. Create a, a set of guidelines right now. Work with. Literally, it's proven. We're proving it right now. Create your own form of currency and use that shit within your own community. We could literally make our own life right now. The possibilities are endless, and we're stuck in this fucking cycle where we allow dumbass people to control us. Obviously, not dumb. They're playing their cards pretty well right now, sadly. If you didn't learn anything from Project X, it's that if you throw a fire enough party, there will be no way to stop it. I like that. That's kind of a good analogy. <laughs> you just, you're, if you're hot shit and you got shit going, they can't shut this down. They can't they, shut this down. They can't fucking We're going to have to let this one ride out, fellas. <laughs> Ah, man, I, c- I can't wait. Honestly, there's so much I want to talk about right now, especially, like, going into crypto because it plays into this. But I'm, I'm going to hold that off for next time for sure. And I think we're going to wrap it up. But before we do, wrap it. I want to say I want to leave you with a couple things. First being uh, the skit idea. 
I just want to throw it out there. I think you might like it. So it goes like this. Um, sti- Stick with me, people. If you've I'll made it this far, I love you, so I'm giving you a gift. I walk off the stage. There, imagine there's two people, all right? Let's just pretend I'm playing both people. Pretend. That I'm playing both parts here. Or maybe there's someone else on the other side. Use your imagination. Person one. Who has be associated with this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, person one. Does anyone have any apples? Pants over person two. I have apples. Back to person one. How many apples do you have? Back to person one or two. I have this many apples. If you're not watching the video, I have my hands extended. So, this many apples. And then they smile together. They lock around each other with their apples. And they end. It's a happy story because now they both have a bunch of apples and scene. So, there we go. Left you with that. Also, we create our own so fucking sorry. realities. So sorry. Mm, we create our own realities. We can do whatever we want. Comedy is in the eye of the holder. We're who was yeah. We oh, are bro, we should try. Uh, that I was just thinking about it. Like, what if we get like an Apple sponsorship for that? But then I was like, not like Apple the company, but like company. But then like I was thinking apples? about it. There's this fucking uh, fight like Fight Club type of thing on YouTube that me and Lofi watching sometimes, and one of their sponsors is something called Johnny Apple. That's beautiful. Pretty fucking cool. <laughs> Do you like apples? We got apples. I don't have any apples right now. Apples. You got some brapples. Fourteen brapples. That's man. <laughs> you could literally make anything you want. Do whatever you want. Creation is sky's the limit. Don't be an asshole. Live it up. And flams. All right. That's it for today's show. Tuning in, Daniels. I'm signing out. Tune in next week for... Apples and bananas. Thank you.